Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, what's up, Facebook family? Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guidance server on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. Hope everyone is having an amazing Manic Monday. Uh, my camera was so got to clean you guys faces if I'd been like my mom I would have licked my finger and then cleaned your face and you'd have been like yeah speaking of my mama there's my mama right there hello Mimi so today in our episode two of November being national adoption month and then episode number 325 of post daily dose I thought I'd talk to you a little bit about the clash between hope and grief and adoption. And it's interesting when I when I thought about this, it came up it came up I think it was over the weekend or or last week, at the end of last week when I was talking to a family. But then as I was thinking about it, just as I was typing it, I remember I re- just remembered all of a sudden that that's what my my own parents went through, my own mother went through, and the clash of hope and grief and adoption is the clash of the biological the the adoptive parent whether they've been unable to conceive because of infertility issues um, because they've raised their own biological children and now want to make room for for more children in their homes and in their hearts um that hope that that the the adoptive mom and the adoptive father brings to the adoption dyad and the clash is with the grief of the adopted child and so actually it's actually a clash of of two of two griefs two griefs two forms of griefs or two individuals grieving because I believe, especially when it comes to infertility, most women don't really have an opportunity to grieve their infertility. They really don't have an opportunity. They're not presented with the, the support, the understanding, the awareness that the inability to conceive one's own child has its own loss associated with it. So that's for sure number one. Number two is the hope that every parent goes into um, with when when seeking to adopt. And that is, in fact, just a, a, a couple of mom and dad I met with today. The hope that they can raise a child to, you know, be responsible and be kind and be empathetic and, and go on and, and do something meaningful in the world. And it's those early experiences, it's that early time in the relationship between the adoptive parents and the adopted child where that clash occurs head on. And a lot of times you don't even know it because just like the adoptive mom oftentimes doesn't have an an opportunity to grieve their own infertility or maybe even just grieve the loss of their biological children becoming adults and moving on empty nest syndrome what have you almost 99% of the time and I'm going to go so far as I'm going to say 99% of the time because there is a 1% where parents 
are are emotionally attuned enough to know that the infant if it's if it's infancy when the child is adopted is actually grieving going through a grief process and can be supportive but 99% of the time even with the even if even in the most loving acknowledging home rarely do we think about infant grief and rarely do we think about it in association to the loss of the biological care figure and there's so many I work with so many families that not only adopt infants but they adopt infants who have been exposed to drugs and so it's it's so interesting because initially when you when you have a drug baby a baby who's been exposed in utero and you know they're going through withdrawals it's like the parent is able to understand and engage that child accept that child's tears and overwhelm but that's not always the case if we think the child is just grieving the loss of the biological figure the biological mother but really the pain is much the same it's the same withdrawal it's a, it's the same cellular disruption it's the same chemical upset and i really want to invite you guys to just think about that to just think about infant grief and think about grief associated with infertility or grief associated with biological children getting older and think about how they clash in the midst of adoption and what those unspoken messages are that get created especially for us as parents we have such a great a great tendency to take it personally the child's rejection the child's emotional rejection the child's physical rejection sometimes the child's verbal rejection we take it personally i was just talking to this mom today and you know her daughter said that she just doesn't like when mom has two days off because she doesn't like mom being home she like she prefers dad because dad's her friend but everything they told me about this child's history this child now being 16 years old, everything they've told me about this, child his, this child's history indicates an early framework of rejection fear, an early insecurity around bonding, an, an early deep imprint for a fear of not being good enough. So what the child is actually saying to the parent that the parent is unable to hear because the parent hears it, hears the words and feels despondent. It feels you know desperate and, and hopeless because they're hearing the child saying I don't like you but what the child is actually saying is when you are present I feel so scared I feel so scared that I'm not gonna be good enough I feel so scared that you're not gonna want me I feel so scared that that it's things are not gonna it, it, it's it's I'm not gonna be able to be the child you want me to be and so the unspoken, the unspoken experience that occurs from those 
surface interactions creates so much tension because it creates so much sadness because it's all a reflection of grief. It's all stemming from grief. And so as we think about adoption this month, I want you to think about how being an adoptive parent and being hopeful and having this fantasy of how amazing and beautiful and fun everything's going to be. I know my mom always talked about getting the, wanting the frilly dresses for my sister. And my sister didn't want to be in frilly dresses. And how challenging that was to, to have to go through that loss of wanting a daughter who was, who, who was envisioned to be a certain way, but then in reality wasn't that way. So I want you guys to really think about that this month, about your own adopted children as an adopted parent. What were your dreams and what were your fantasies and hopes prior to meeting your child? And then what's the conflict? What has been the conflict and potential letdown um, since you've had your child? And then creating maybe a little bit of space to honor the fact that everyone needs to grieve. Everyone needs to grieve. Maybe you need to grieve, and maybe your child needs to grieve too, and it's never too late. See, it's never too late to open up those emotional experiences and have those feelings. So I hope that's insightful for you guys. Remember, in any given situation, we always have two choices. We can continue to react from our same imprints of stress and fear and overwhelm, and we can hear that from other people. We can hear other people's statements to us, their words, their behaviors, and we can take that and, and we can internalize it fearfully and we can feel threatened by it and blamed by it and we can just become more stressed and more scared. Or we can stop in any given moment. We can take three to ten deep breaths. We can slow down and we can choose love. And love says... What this person is experiencing right now has very little to nothing to do with me. How can I listen and how can I be supportive? And when I hear these harsh words, how can I just look back at them with empathy in my heart, openness in my heart, and say, I love you. And I'm sorry you feel that way. But I love you. Big Papa loves you. God bless each and every one of you. Vaya con Dios, mi amigos y amigas. See you tomorrow.